In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. I'd like to welcome you all to our Perseverance Family Conversation, and I'm your host, Father Ed Broom, OMB, Ablay the Virgin Mary. It's great to be with all of you at the start of this new day. We like to start off our conversation always by inviting Mary to be with us. Mary is the mother of God. Mary is the mother of the church. Mary is the mother of each and every one of us. Also in the Hail Holy Queen, we cry out to Mary as our life, our sweetness, and our hope. Our life, our sweetness, and our hope. So let's turn to Mary and ask uh, Mary to pray for us that like her, that we would love God with all of our heart, mind, soul, and strength. And to be instruments in the salvation of many souls. So let's say the prayer that Mary loves most. In that prayer, we call the Hail Mary, also known as the Angelic Salutation. Together. Hail Mary, full of grace, Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for our sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Now I'd like to invite to be with us our spiritual guide. What a great blessing it is to have as our spiritual guide, the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit has many titles. He is the paraclete. He's also known as the gift of gifts. He's also known as the sweet guest of our souls. He's also known as our consoler, as well as our counselor. The Holy Spirit is also our sanctifier. We want to become holy. It's the Holy Spirit that can help us to arrive at the goal of our life, which is to become holy, as God is holy. The Holy Spirit is also our interior master or teacher. Let's turn to the Holy Spirit and beg him to give us give us a lot of light. And a lot of interior fire to burn within our hearts. As we say, come Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and enkindle within us the fire of your divine love. 
send forth your spirit and they shall be created. And thou shalt renew the face of the earth. Let us pray. O God, who did instruct the hearts of your faithful by the light of the Holy Spirit, grant us that by the same Spirit we may be truly wise and ever rejoice in his consolation. Through the same Christ our Lord. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O Lady of Fatima, pray for us. St. Joseph, pray for us. St. Michael the Archangel, Pray for us. Saint Gabriel, pray for us. Saint Raphael, pray for us. Saint Ignatius of Loyola, pray for us. Saint Francis Xavier, pray for us. Saint Maria Faustina Kowalska, pray for us. All God's angels and saints, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Amen. So my friends, the family that prays together stays together. So, to give you encouragement, I'll be praying for you in the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass. Of course, there's no greater prayer in the world than the holy sacrifice of the Mass. It is the prayer par excellence. So I'd like to place all of you on the altar in the holy sacrifice of the Mass and beg for special graces. First grace I'd like to pray for is that we would all make a concerted effort to be more and more open to the workings of the Holy Spirit. Our sanctification depends in large part on being docile and open to the workings of the Holy Spirit. Perhaps we can make this prayer Come, Holy Spirit, come. Come, Holy Spirit, come through the through the heart of Mary. Come, Holy Spirit, come. Come, Holy Spirit, come through the heart of Mary. My next intention will be I'd like to pray in a special way for our family. for the conversion of our family members. As well as the sanctification of our family members. 
and also for the salvation of our family members. We will be converted, we will be sanctified, growing in grace, and also we, in our family member, we would be saved. As Jesus says, what would it profit a man if he gained the whole world and lose his soul? My next intention will be that of praying for those who will be dying. Those who will be dying today. That they would open up their hearts to God's merciful love and beg for mercy. My friends, uh, the most important moment of life is the moment we die. That will determine for all eternity our destiny. So let's pray for those who are dying who are not well disposed through our prayers. They would beg for God's infinite mercy. Give thanks to the Lord for his good, for his mercy endures forever. Today, my friends, we have what is called a vocational call. We have one of the most important vocational calls in the whole Bible today. And it's the vocational call of Moses. If you remember on Monday, we started the book of Exodus. In which the church presented chapter 1 of Exodus where the new king, sees that the Hebrews are multiplying. They're growing in huge numbers. And Pharaoh the king is afraid that the Hebrews might turn against them. So he says the best thing to do is to throw the male child into the river as soon as he's born. following chapter that we read through yesterday, we have Moses being born, placed in a papyrus basket, and the daughter of Pharaoh basically adopts Moses and asks the mother to nurse the child. Moses grows up and he sees a, an Egyptian beating up on a Hebrew and he kills the Egyptian. And he sees two Hebrews fighting and he tells them to stop fighting and they say, you're going to try to kill one of us too? And Moses got up and he fled. 
He fled to Midian, where he met Zipporah, his wife, who's the daughter of a Midian priest whose name is Jethro. They married. And Jethro, he entrusts Moses to watching over his flock. And that's what we have today. What we have today is Moses is tending the flock of Jethro very close to the holy mountain. To the holy mountain. And there's a very interesting passage where there's a lot of a lot of depths, a lot of symbolism, a lot of um, different ideas to meditate upon. So Moses is tending his flock and Moses sees something that is fascinating. There at the foot of the mountain, Moses observes that there is a bush there at the foot of the mountain. The bush is on fire. But the bush is not being consumed. Fascinated by this scene, Moses draws close to the burning bush. And as he draws close to the burning bush, Moses hears his name being called two times. Moses, Moses. Moses, Moses. How important it is. Our name and how important it is that God is calling Moses by name. Each and every one of us have a name. And the name that we have, we will have for all of our lives. Moses, Moses. And Moses, hearing this, he responds by saying, Here I am. So here we have a, a dialogue between Moses and this burning bush. And God says, Come no nearer. And then God says to Moses, remove your sandals from your feet. For the place where you stand is holy ground. 
for the space, place where you're walking is holy ground. I'm going to tell you an interesting experience that I've had several times. Is that when you go to visit a home of the missionaries of charity, and you enter into the the house of the missions of charity, there's going to be a chapel. Always there will be a chapel. But in the chapel of the missionaries of charity, this is what Mother Teresa wanted. There's no furniture. There are no chairs. There's just a very simple rug. But also in that chapel, you're called to take off your sandals. And this is very much related to the passage we have today. Because if Moses, Moses had to take off his sandals in front of a burning bush, which was symbolic of God, how much more should we have this great reverence before a three times holy God that we meet every time we go into the church in front of the Blessed Sacrament. And what we should do when we enter into the church, we're entering into a holy place. Pope Benedict XVI said, in the modern world, we're losing the sense of mystery and the importance of silence and reverence before a three times holy God. And our attitude should be an attitude of great reverence, respect, and even that of adoration before the three times holy God that's present in every Catholic church in the tabernacle. We show our great reverence and respect by making a a genuine a genuflection. Which with our right knee we go all the way down to the ground. In our hearts we can say the prayer. O sacrament most holy, O sacrament divine, all praise and all thanksgiving be every moment thine. O sacrament most holy, O sacrament divine, all praise and all thanksgiving be every moment time. So, God then reveals his presence to Moses. Moses. 
and he says to Moses that he is God. He is the God of his fathers, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. God reveals to Moses that he's heard the cry of the people, the Hebrews, the Israelites, who have been slaves of the Egyptians. I, he has heard their cry. And their oppression. Then he gives... Moses, his mission, or Moses, his vocation. And what is the mission or vocation of Moses? It is to free these people from the slavery of Egypt. And Moses said, who am I? That I should go to Pharaoh and lead the children of Israel out of Egypt. Then God says to Moses these few words. I will be with you. And God gives proof and says, these people were brought out of Egypt and you'll worship God on this very mountain. So this is the mission that God has given to Moses to lead these people out of slavery into freedom and to the foot of the holy mountain to praise and worship God. My friends, right now I have a con-celebrated Mass and I'm going to be praying for all of you that you would follow your vocation to become saints. That every one of you will carry out your specific vocation in life and arrive at holiness of life. And I will give you my priestly blessing. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.